live welcome back appreciate you tuning in this week make sure you check out last week's episode react before the facts so this week we're gonna talk about the impeachment obviously this has been a very highly talked about subject there has been a lot of questions surrounding this uh, situation so today i kind of want to talk about what impeachment really means what happens moving forward what are some repercussions and what happens next so, without further ado, make sure you stay tuned, you stay hip, you stay connected. So, as highly anticipated, the Democratic majority House of Representatives voted to impeach President Donald Trump. And with that, there has been a large multitude of reaction. Everybody has an opinion on this. And I kind of want to talk about what that really means and what happens moving forward. So, Donald Trump was impeached. Now, I know a lot of people when they first just heard that, right, and, and saw impeached, right? They think that he's gone, right, that we finally got him, that he's out of office, and he's removed. And that's not the case at all, right? Um, I think people need to realize, understand that impeachment is a two-step process. And this is something that is in our Constitution. And for perspective, impeachment has only happened twice in our country. Andrew Johnson and Bill Clinton. And neither of them were actually removed from office. For record, Richard Nixon was going to be impeached, but resigned before that happened. So this is historic. Either way, this is historic, right? So as we know, for the past several years, there's been a large amount of uh, controversy and some type of cloud over Donald Trump's presidency, a lot of different allegations. So there has been a large amount, you know, this rhetoric of impeaching him. I mean, for perspective... I remember the day he actually got elected before he's even sworn into office. People made a petition, over a million people signed a petition to get him impeached before he was even in office, before even crimes or anything was even discovered or it happened. People don't like him. So, to some regard, like, um, from an independent perspective, people have wanted to see Donald Trump impeached before he was even president. Just because of his, you know, different rhetoric and just kind of certain parts about him, right? But regardless, that's, that's, that's been a feeling. Now... I'm not saying that doesn't um, take away from the fact that alleged crimes may or may not have happened. 
So he's impeached now. And so for myself, looking at this impeachment inquiry, I want to say for starters, I think it's a bad look for the entire country as a whole. Regardless how you feel about Trump, uh, it makes the United States look weak. And it looks as, makes us look very divisive. And either people champion and happy that Trump's being impeached. It, it doesn't understand, but doesn't really make the country look better. It's a bad look. Everybody takes an L on this. So, how did Donald Trump get impeached, right? Because he was impeached, does that mean he's automatically guilty of something? Maybe, maybe not. So, for perspective, we need to understand, like, all right, with the House House representatives, right? So, the House is, is democratically controlled. So, when impeachment happens, right? All 435 members of the House have to vote. And you would need 218 votes for a majority to be reached, right? So just a majority, majority rules. For perspective, there are already 235 Democrats in the House, one independent and 199 Republicans. So if all Democrats just voted yes, they're automatically going to have this impeachment. So... You know, it's kind of subjective that we had all this whole hearings and all these things like that happen and stuff like that. With just you know public hearings where, you know, the the impeachment. They had scholars come in, people testify, and all these various aspects, right? And myself always looked at it as like, look, he was definitely probably going to get impeached in the House. I mean, the Democrats had the majority; didn't have to swing anybody. This wasn't had to, didn't have to make for anyone to decide not to vote against them. They just, and obviously, looking at this vote, people voted by party loyalty. All the Democrats voted for impeachment, except Tulsi Gabbard, who voted present. And all the Republicans voted against impeachment. So, him getting impeached in the House, I know some people are trying to take it as symbolic victory. Right? Some people say, oh, let's take our small victories when we can. In my opinion, it's like, okay, it's a victory, but it's more of a technicality. It's more like, well, that was probably, that was going to happen. It wasn't like, it wasn't like uh, how I say this. Like justice was served in terms of people, you know, uh, you know, went to a, above an independent, you know, I mean, uh, you know, Supreme Court or some type of you know law, and they presented these facts and evidence, and they, and a, and a jury, a non-biased jury, voted yes, he is impeached. Yes, he's guilty. You know what I'm saying like that didn't happen here. So, so he got impeached in, in the House. So he was impeached for two articles, right? Impeachment, abuse of power, and Article 2 was obstruction of Congress. So these are the actual impeachable offenses in which they're moving forward with it, right? Now, the next part about this is why it's very, very highly unlikely that Donald Trump will get removed from office. is because going to the Senate, right, this is where now it goes to. And the Senate essentially is like a trial. And in which now he is being tried for these crimes of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. And they will decide whether or not he is, is is guilty of these crimes, right? Now, to get impeached and actually removed in the Senate, that's when they actually take you out of office, right? For that to happen, you need a two-third majority vote. And it's going to be pretty tough for that to actually go through. So perspective, there's 100 senators, right? Two from each, each state. All right. And overall, right, it takes 67 senators to vote to convict and remove Trump. So perspective, there's 45 Democratic senators, 53 Republican senators, and two independents. All right. 
Now, the independents typically vote Democrat, but nonetheless, though, right? You have 53 Republicans, so they have a majority in the Senate already. So, for that vote, since you only have 45 Democrats, right? And let's say you give out two independents a vote Democrat as well, vote to impeach them, right? Now you're up to like maybe 47. You're going to need about 20 Republicans to join with the Democrats of actually removing Trump from office. And I know you have your anomalies like a Mitt Romney. You know, there's some Republicans, people who are, you know, against in the Senate. But just looking at how the House vote went, and how all Republicans voted against impeachment and that party loyalty, I can't see how 20 Republicans switch over and vote for removal of office, especially in an election year. It's really highly unlikely they're going to remove a Republican president from office. So in my opinion, Trump will get acquitted in the Senate. And remember, when you're acquitted, it doesn't mean that you're found innocent. That just means that you are found not guilty of the supposed crimes. So very, that's very subject uh, underlining to it, right? Now, my personal opinion, what's going to happen from that, right? Because this is it now. Once you just this, you, you, there's no double jury on this impeachment stuff, right? Once it happens, you'll just send. That's it. So it's very interesting. We understand. I think with Trump, personally, I think he's going to get reelected after this. I think his base is going to be even more pulled together. Uh, even this impeachment, this whole process and stuff, has been a great for his re-election campaign. He's raised so much money. The GOP has raised so much money since these impeachment inquiries happened. That's why for Democrats, I think they fumbled a bag, honestly, with this one. I think they waited way too long to try to do this. And me personally, I think the Democrats, if they had if they'd done it about two years ago, right, I think some Republicans may have been more advantageous of maybe potentially you know voting for removal of office because right now in election year it's almost career suicide either way you go for republican right now how you done this a couple years help couple years ago where they know okay they got a couple years to make up for you know this this status here you know make make good in their name try to build their connections i think people more they might have been more open to doing that the republican party might have thought okay well you know we have time now to you know, with President Pence being in office, time to find another candidate for 2020 to run for and get ready to take back this back, right? But see, you waited too long. So that's why I don't think it's not happening. And for Trump, he's going to ride this as a victory. He's going to say, show. He's going to take this as, yep, show y'all the, the witch hunt. I told y'all they've been trying to get me and improve now into the court law that I didn't do it. I'm innocent, like I said. And he's going to take that as a victory and vindication. I think he's going to ride it to a, a win. I personally don't think the Democratic candidates are strong enough to beat Trump, especially riding this, the wave of vindication. And for the media, it's going to be hard to spin and find something to talk about because everything we talk about for the past years of the Russians and Ukrainians and all these other different various aspects, right, of crimes, why he should be impeached and not going to be here, that's all be gone because you're going to say, well, look, we went to court about this in the United States, you know, the, the Senate and... You know, they voted it, you know, that I didn't do it or I'm I'm that I'm not guilty. So that's going to be the energy that's going to happen. Now, with that being said, the reaction that I want to talk about from people. Whew. Now, I understand not everybody was a political science major or anything like that. I understand that a lot of people may not know all the aspects of impeachment, but 
a simple like two second Google search. Like this isn't some private like process that like you need you know security clearance to know about. No, this is a really simple simple thing of how impeachment works. It's a two step process. I mean that's that's simple. That was in basic civics class. I'm just saying like so so many people thought that impeachment like that he was gone out the paint roof from office. It finally happened. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm. It shows how much misinformation is how non. How non knowledgeable sometimes people are about certain topics, right? And again, everybody not be a, be into politics, right? But my thing is like some people have so much opinion all the times about politics. And again, everyone is entitled to their own opinion, right? But I'm just saying when some people are so vocal, especially with this Trump presidency, they have so much to say about it. But then here we come down to the simple process of impeachment. You don't even know this this a two step process. I saw Meek Mill tweeting out, well, what happens next? How does John work? I've never seen this before. It's like, Meek. Now, my problem is, now, Meek, I personally witnessed you at the Commercial Black Caucus two years ago, be a keynote speaker for criminal justice reform, right? We're on state with Van Jones and Eric Michael Eric Dyson and senators and these people, right? And you were talking about politics and policies and all this stuff, right? And you're always very competent have speaking about criminal justice and you, you've been vocal against talking about against Trump, right? But now you have no idea. You can't even how this basic impeachment stuff works. You can't text one of your homies. You can't text Van Jones. You can just want people to ask him how it works, but you go on time to tweet that. Like you look kind of like a fool. And my problem is I know people say, oh, it makes a regular person just like everyone else. Sure. But again, he has already involved himself into a political discussion in the politics. So you need to have some type of astute aspect. If you don't know, don't tweet that, bro. Go on Google, look it up. Text many people. Because my problem is we follow these celebrities all the time and athletes and people for our politics and political opinion, right? We have Cardi B meet with Bernie Sanders, right? You have Lizzo meet with Mayor Pete, right? You have all these people for black people pulled into some type of political discussion. You have Jay-Z and Beyonce hosting with Hillary Clinton. Like, these things happen all the time, right? These are people that we look for. And again, it goes back to Malcolm X, had this interesting perspective on that and how the black community is the only community in which that we have these people, like celebrities and athletes, speak on them for our political discussion. You never see that in the other communities. You don't see these there. Hey, they look for, you know, just Taylor Swift to be their champion or voice for political ideology, right? They don't look, you don't see, uh, um, you know I mean, Keith Urban talking about politics and stuff, right? You don't see different people. Sometimes it's just, I feel that we, celebrities and people are regular people as well. So that means we put them on such a pedestal other times, but for certain politics and certain discussions and things, if they're not competent onto it, man, don't be listening to them like they have their authority. So when people are so misguided kind of this situation, it's kind of embarrassing, honestly, because it's like, yo, when you're so ahead of things, especially what Meek was in terms of being, uh, you know, a person who is some type of political prowess to be so just unaware, it's almost embarrassing. And it brings me to the next point, the Electoral College. I have never in my life been more a strong supporter and believer in the Electoral College. <laughs> now, I know after the, this past election, right? A lot of people have been very critical of Electoral College because uh, with the popular vote, and I guess I'll explain this, for elected for president, as we know, there's a popular vote, which is the actual American people, what they actually vote for, right? And you have the Electoral College, which is made up of delegates in each area in your state. And essentially, the Electoral College is supposed to vote on based on what the people in those areas majority have voted for, your representative, right? So they're the people that actually actually decide 
the presidency. And so there's only been two times in history, right, in which the popular vote, um, the person who won a popular vote did not win the Electoral College. Every time it worked. It was just this past election and then also in 2000 with Al Gore and George W. Bush. So there was a precedent for this, right? So because that happened, because Hillary didn't win a popular vote but didn't win the Electoral College, Trump won the Electoral College and landslide, everybody was like, oh, we need to get rid of the Electoral College. But honestly, I'm... You know, I've been seeing so much misinformation out there and some people confused and some people who just are not aware of simple things with politics. A lot of people didn't start paying attention to politics till a year ago. A lot of people who didn't understand a lot of the precedents and things that happened previously, especially in the Obama administration, just so many different aspects. Uh, our founding fathers, although they were racist, slave-owning, rapists, they did put together a great foundation in this constitution. <laughs> How it's set up for that electoral college, I think one of the greatest things, because I don't think the average person should have the direct power to decide who the president is. They should have an opinion, but not the actual power. Because I see how easily people are so swayed and just, just, it's crazy just how docile sometimes people are and just manipulate it. I see it both sides, Democrats and Republicans, for perspective, right? I, I, it, it, both sides, okay? <laughs> and it's crazy, and it's just like, yo, that's, you can really, you can really control an election and control something by just, with false information and fake news and various aspects and how the average person sometimes, again, who doesn't have the time necessarily to be as astute and catch up on politics, sometimes they choose not to, and sometimes people choose to be a student in other things like entertainment and all various other things. But because of that, nonetheless, a lot of people are not that politically aware. They watch their news off Facebook or articles or maybe off of one news network. Maybe they only watch Fox News or maybe they only watch CNN, right? So with that being said, it's like, it's kind of crazy how much is misinformation, how much people just are not following things sometimes. So I think the Electoral College, <laughs> I am have a firm, firm believer. I'll lobby for them at this point. I'm so here for that. I don't think the average person should have that power to influence. Again, I'm not saying I've heard scam of opinion. That's just what I'm saying, okay? I'm a nobody, okay? So don't, <laughs> what I'm saying, not going to change the discussion. But, yeah, I'm happy we had electoral college because, sheesh, could you imagine? The popular vote, people actually had to really decide stuff? Woo, my goodness. Where would we be as a country? <laughs> so, yeah, this impeachment stuff, man, is kind of crazy. Trump's not out of the paint, man. Still there. Mike Pence is not president. But I think really for Democrats, if anything, though, this is for themselves. Just a bit, this, you know, this is just pettiness to go down and embarrass Trump. Because regardless of what happens moving forward, right, regardless if Trump gets acquitted and reelected and everything like that, he'll always go down in the history book as impeached, as a president got impeached. Now before it was just two. You know what I'm saying? But now he is there. He'll always be there in the history book for being impeached. So it'll always be a smear in his name. It'll all be an asterisk on his stuff that's always going to be there. And that's one thing Democrats, look, as petty as it is, that's what they, I feel like they really would about this. That happened. So it's going to be very interesting moving forward. And I do expect Trump, again, I do think, it's not endorsement, but I do think he'll get reelected. I think a lot of people, especially because he gets acquitted, I think a lot of people have in, in, impeachment exhaustion. At least I do. I mean, I've been here just for about four years, every single time, every single corner. It was a Mueller report. It was people Ukrainian stuff. It was always something that was going to get him out the paint. 
And once I think it goes to this this process because because right we have uh, we've legitimized so much the house right in impeachment in the system going to Republicans now. One thing about be interesting moving forward, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, has said that she may delay sending the articles of impeachment to the Senate uh, because she wants a non, you know, a non-biased uh, approach to this. Because Republicans are pretty strong in their stance that, you know, they're not impeaching him. <laughs> like Mitch McConnell, the leader of the Senate, has made this very, um, almost very apparent. And Mitch McConnell has a lot of clout and influence. I think a lot of people understand that. Kind of low-key has more influence than Trump for, for out there at Capitol Hill. Mitch McConnell's already running things. So that's the person I think you need to see things. So again, um, overview, it's going to take about 20 Republicans to switch and turn on Trump for him to get removed from office. Very, very highly unlikely. And with that being said, Trump will most likely definitely get acquitted in the Senate and will remain president, run for re-election, his base really juiced up even more, um, acquitted on charges, I think it's reelected, and then we deal with this for another four years. And I, I can't tell you how that is moving forward, but that's more reality that people need to brace for. To be honest, I think people are riding out a little high right now, on this emotional high, and I think some people may be kind of heartbroken when things do not work out as expected. So all I'm saying is, don't make any public stances and statements and stuff. They might look kind of crazy for in a couple months. That's all I'm going to say. Someone might be kind of embarrassed. Okay, so I'm just saying, you know, you can you know take your small victories when you can. I I feel you in that. I guess if you need that, sure. I don't see symbolic victories of doing anything, especially because if, if he's going to get like acquitted in a couple months, then all oh, this was for nothing. So that victory was nothing because he's still in the paint. I look back at you and laugh at it. So I'm just saying that's my personal opinion. That's an opinion in this. I know a lot of people may hate Tulsi Gabbard. I get it. That's my homegirl. I'm proud of her for staying true to herself, true to her values and who she was, and didn't cave in for any, either side. You can say what you want about her. Team Tossie all day. But yeah, so that is the impeachment. A lot has happened with that. All right, so today was really an emergency episode because this impeachment happened and there was so much information out there that it needed to be addressed in a, in a quick manner as well. I had to Bust open the, the glass and pull the podcast or put the mic out. You know, emergency, John. <laughs> but this happened, and I'm very glad that you guys tuned in today. Again, I tried to give a very just overview of this impeachment aspect and really, really what it means moving forward. Again, Trump most likely is not going to be removed from office. So the pressure is going to be on and during the election time of what really happens then. And I think for anything Democrats, this could just be, you know, just to embarrass him and add more dirt on his name. So he wants for re-election, try to use his advantage and everything like that. Okay, I also want to point out the fact that no one's talking about is how um, they're a, a Democratic representative, uh, Representative Jeff Van Drew. He's like, because of his impeachment stuff, he's switching over to become Republican. Uh, I think that's not really talked about. How often do we see that, that an actual representative who's also from a Democrat representative kind of got fed up with this whole process and is switching over to become Republican, which means getting Republicans more seats in the House? Uh, very interesting as well. Not really talked about. And it would be intriguing to see what is the aftermath from all this and if anybody switches more or vice versa. Maybe Republicans switch to Democrat. Highly liking that, highly liking that aspect. But it would be very interesting how this move does moves moving forward with these, these political parties and their right establishments. So we'll stay tuned and find out. So without that being said, appreciate you tuning in today. Make sure you stay tuned, stay hip, and stay connected.